With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon. So if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive rate shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a rate shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Sesame Ginger Glazed Chicken Signature Wrap. How would you like it? I'll take a... Sports announcer at home? Yeah, how'd you... We just know. My wife picks up the new signature wrap. It's got double the rotisserie-style chicken mixed with a sesame ginger glaze. She appears annoyed at me, but she shrugs it off. Those sweet and savory flavors are calling her name. She lifts the wrap and... She takes the bite! Incredible! And now she's closing the door on my... Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Double meat based on average six-inch sub. It is Sunday night, and we are playing in the dirt. I hope everybody's having an awesome, awesome night. I'm Alan Ray. Usually you hear Sunday night with uh, with Alan Ray on this particular night, but you know, Christmas is next weekend, so Stacy and I decided we would just bring this one a little bit early because we got a lot to talk about. And joining me is Stacy Lennox. Hi, Stacy. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? Not too bad at all. We're um, 
actually kind of looking at the weather right now, and uh, I think we're going to have a little more white Christmas than what we were really hoping for. Um, I was uh, on a um, ham radio net just a little while ago, and they're talking about a foot of snow in my area, the 23rd, and then winds up to 60 miles an hour on Christmas Eve. Well, they're talking, they were talking about, they're still talking about super frigid weather. They were talking about snow here, like the 22nd, like this cold snap that's going through Texas and everything else. Yep. Um, But now they're saying on uh, the 22nd, it's going to go from 50 degrees down to 12, but there's no precipitation. So hopefully that stays stays the course because that's as cold as it's going to get. That's, that's, um, that's all of the stuff that's coming here. (laughs) um the uh, precipitation yeah i can't even talk tonight the precipitation and the high winds and everything is supposed to land right in the middle of um my travel plans for christmas weekend i usually stay home i usually don't go anywhere on uh, christmas eve or christmas day but the way things worked out with the family we decided to go across state which they get all of that Lake Michigan lake effect snow anyways, no big deal. But now we're looking at this front going, um, are we actually going to make it? And I'm looking at the um, Christmas Eve, and they're talking 15 degrees is the high that day, 6 is the low. Very windy and very cold, which means one thing. If you're going to dump a foot of snow on us the night before, we're going to fight snow drifts. So, Yeah. We're, we're, we're kind of looking at some stuff right now going, I wonder if our Christmas plans are actually going to come to fruition or if we're going to get stuck either here or across state. Yeah, no, we, uh, we're taking off, but we're taking off in plenty of time and we're going towards the coast and the closer you get to the coast, the less likely snow is, even if you go North, just because Lake, um, ocean effect. So we'll see, but, uh, Yeah. Yeah. I've got, for the first time in 10 years or more, I've got all the Christmas presents wrapped before Christmas Eve. All the Christmas shopping is done um, before the week of Christmas. <laughs> I had like Christmas Eve dinner already made and in the freezer and ready to bring where we're going. Um, I have pies. I have gingerbread. Like I am, I'm like so far ahead. It's frightening. Oh my goodness. I, and I'm pretty proud of myself because I finished my Christmas shopping today. It's all done. It's all Yay. in the hands. It's all Yay in the hands. Of, I know it's all in the hands of Amazon now. And anybody that knows me knows that I, I struggle. I struggle with Christmas. I struggle with presents. I struggle with Christmas presents, birthday presents. It would be so easy if I was a millionaire and I could just go buy people cars and yachts and whatever. But I'm not, and I'm just a horrible gift giver, and so I I really struggle. But I think I did pretty good this year. I think I think it's all going to be pretty good. Um, And my wife and I, we we definitely we definitely played the empty nester cards. Um, We were out shopping last weekend, and we hadn't even put up a Christmas tree yet. And we're going, you know, nobody's coming over. It's just her and I. We're yep. laughing about it. So we ended up buying this fern. It's some kind of, I don't know, it, it looks tropical. It looks like it comes from the tropics somewhere. And it's an indoor plant, and it stands about four foot tall. And it looks really neat. So we bought it, and we put little LED lights on. And my wife 
put little ribbons and stuff. And it looks really cool. And we just set it in the window and said, there's our Christmas tree. And when Christmas is over, we'll take the lights off, water it, and just keep it over here under this grow light and let it grow. So, <laughs> and we may use it again next year if it survives. It looks really cool. I like it. I mean, it's it's simple. It's down to earth. And we're just like, yeah, because yeah, we're going to – we hardly ever – well, in fact, this is the first time probably since we first got married that we have gone somewhere else on Christmas Day. We usually – we both kind of agreed to the rule that – we like to be home Christmas morning in our own home with our own traditions, our own kids. Well, our kids are all gone. And, of course, my daughter and my son-in-law, they've got a brand-new house, and they're really super excited. And they want us to spend Christmas morning with them. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's do it. You know, it's, it's that's my girl. So yeah. we're all going over to my mother-in-law's Christmas well, Eve, big dinner, and then going. And- yeah. At some point, you're going to have grandkids, and I'm sorry, you're not going to be spending Christmas morning in your own house. <laughs> and and I've resigned myself to that fact, and I've resigned myself to that hope yes. that we have grandkids, and and that's fine. That's I'm I'm all good. Now we are going to go see the grand dog. We have a grand dog now, and that's pretty cool. He he's a good boy, so we'll take him some presents. But no, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to it. It's, it's fine. We we laugh and cut up, and uh, we just both kind of looked at each other and said, you know what, screw it. Let's just go across state and do the thing. So we're happy about it. Um, but Santa Claus did come early this year. And my greenhouse is out in my garage. Of course, it's still in a box. I'm surprised that it's in as small of a box as it is. And I'm kind of worried about it. Hopefully, it's the right one. But I did um, procure myself a four foot by six foot greenhouse. I think it's like seven foot tall, and it is uh, it's it's in the garage, ready to be set up and ready for early spring planting. And I think I know where I'm going to put it. It's just I got to figure out how to anchor it down. I might even have that figured out. But it's all going to happen by the first of April if we're not under three foot of snow. Yeah, I I don't have that problem. Um, (laughs) Mine stays out all year round. And because of the way my yard is, I don't actually secure mine um, because it's on the patio. But it's in a corner because I have a retaining wall on one side of the patio and the patio runs into it. So it just like is in a little, I mean, the wind could blow it. it, It's not going to go anywhere. It goes right into a concrete concrete wall so um i'm lucky that i can do that i don't have to like do all that i do have to secure the um the covers that are on my raised beds but i don't have to secure my greenhouse well i'm probably gonna put this but i'm looking to replace that one come spring with instead of just the um heavy gauge plastic cover that's on there now i want the actual polycarbonate in the aluminum frame and something a little bigger because I have this whole, I have this whole thing engineered in my mind. I know exactly what I want in there. I know exactly what I'm going to do with it. Like I've got it all planned. Like now that I have all this equipment, I just need a little more equipment 
<laughs> and then my husband's like, sure. And then you're going to need a little more equipment and a little more equipment and a little, no, 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 no. This will really keep me, this will keep me good for a little while. I hate to say it, but you sound like me with music equipment. <laughs> well, it's like, he's like, okay, we just got the grow tent and you got your hydroponics inside. And I'm like, yes. And that's going to stay inside. But outside, I want tiered hydroponics so that I can do all my seed starting out there. Yep. And I'm never having dirt in the house, right? And then I can do all of of my herb growing and my greens growing there all year round. And my hydro buckets can go out there or my grow bags and I can do my onions and beets and all that in there all year round too. So we'll see. But I know I want the I want the tiered hydroponics in there, and I it, in a six by eight I can get four sets of them with thirty six holes a piece, so it'll be awesome. And and I'm going to use mine predominantly for early start on uh, pre plants, you know, so I can transfer mm-hmm. them out to the garden. Probably going to do some herbs and stuff like that in there, but it's going to go just where I'm going to put it. <clears throat> it's fairly protected. Um, there's going to be my garage to the back of it. My neighbor's, well, <laughs> his motorcycle slash grow house is to the west of it. So it's going to actually get sun from first thing in the morning all the way till what I figure about five o'clock at night, four o'clock at night before it starts. I mean, even, you know, as it starts to get spring out, it'll, it'll lengthen, but it should have plenty of sun and it already has power running right to where it's going. So I can use an electric mm-hmm. heater if I want. I can use a propane heater if I want. But my whole plan is I'm, I'm probably going to drive four-foot um, fence posts down into the ground. I've got a fence post driver, and that should keep it very, very secure. Fastening it to that should keep it very secure in just about any kind of wind. And I think that's going to be that's going to be the thing. I'm probably going to put the door towards the back of it so I can just go right out of the garage and go right into there, do what I got to do. I think it's going to work out pretty good. Um, and actually, my wife is very excited about it. She's she seems to have plans for it too. So she's completely on board with what's going on. She sees what's going on, and so it's it's like a couple thing. It's a thing we can both connect with, and um, it, it it's neat. It really is. And, and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing exactly what we can fit in there. You know, a, a couple of rows. I think it's got some uh, metal shelves in there and stuff. If not, that's not a big deal. I can make that stuff. That's really easy to make. So I'm, that, that's just. Yeah, no. And, well, and not only that, if you're going to the Home Depot or the Lowe's, I mean, they've got the really sturdy rubber-made shelving going on in there. And you can pick those up for like 35 bucks. Oh, yeah. At their home and garden sales, you know, three tiers and stuff like that. Um, They might be a little bit wide for for the one you've got going on right now. But, I mean, like I said, I'm just – my husband's just like, okay, yeah, that's what you want for now. (laughs) I'm just like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Because, well, because he's just like – everything's a learning experience, right? Yep. So I set up my hydroponics, and we got it inside the grow tent. And I'll tell you, that makes a huge difference. What, the grow tent? If you're doing stuff indoors, the grow tent, well, it magnifies the light. It's a better light than the grow light I had um, because it came with the setup. Um, But I think the air filtration does something, too. 
And then you really have to look because so much of hydroponics is set up around um, growing pot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really how it started, right? Because you had to do that indoors and hide it. Um, that it's really, really hard to find information on how to feed, you know, vegetables and greens and stuff like that. So I finally got the right feeding schedule for what I'm trying to grow. And like that made a difference in 48 hours. Um, so that was pretty, pretty awesome. Um, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm on a schedule with it. It's, it's like, okay, now I've got the right measurements. Now I know what week I'm in now. Like, it's kind of like a big chemistry kit, but I like it because it's like learning something new and keeping my gray and white matter busy. Yeah. Um, which is a good thing. Yep. Um, and then the cloner I had done completely wrong. I read the instructions in the box and then I read online and nothing about what I have done. I did right. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> I still grew stuff. <laughs> it, it still worked. You know, if it worked, it worked. It still worked, even though I did it all wrong. So I'm really excited to do it right and see what I can accomplish. So for the, for the record's sake, so what did you do wrong? Your butt off. You're going to, you're going to laugh your butt off. All right. Okay. Let's hear Cause it. I laughed my butt off and so did my husband. So you know how like you go to the store and I mean, I I've grown herbs here and I've dried herbs here, but like sometimes you just need to buy, like, I just don't happen to have enough sage right now. So I need to get some sage from the store. Right. So I buy this poultry pack you know, of, of herbs because I needed, you know, certain ones and they were all in the same pack. Well, I had some left over. So I literally cut the 45 degree angle on the leftover herbs from the herb pack from the grocery store. And I actually rooted them. <laughs> they actually grew. So I was doing nothing correct. <laughs> I have a whole new sage plant, a whole new rosemary plant and a whole new thyme plant. From what was left over from the herb package I got from the grocery store. You know what? And here's here's something very similar to that. Just like when I really got into HF radio, I just took a 75-foot wire and strung it across the backyard with an adapter that goes into the house, that goes into my radio. All tech specs say that this should not even get out. And I talk to people mm -hmm. all over the United States and Canada with it. And like one very experienced guy told me, he goes, yeah, read all the manuals, read all the instructions, read all the, the knowledge, but put it in your mind that they don't know everything that sometimes just a random 75 foot wire hooked to your radio actually does work. And you know, it works because you've got one and you're only pushing 20 Watts. And I'm like, you're right. So that sounds like pretty much the same thing you know you can read everything but sometimes you run across something that they say don't work but you know it does now so in a pinch you know you can start plants by running to the grocery store and buying a pack oh yeah i know but well and hopefully it would be a much easier process if i actually had the right feed in the water and the right temperature <laughs> and all of that kind of stuff right it's all i'm it's, just saying i did it completely wrong Completely wrong, and I still, I still have a brand new sage plant. There you go, and and, and that's and it's the gonna... other thing I've been I've been completely amazed about. 
Like you can get these sage seeds and these sage seeds and these sage seeds and you can buy a starter plant from someplace and they look like completely different plants and they smell different and they taste different. Huh? No kidding. I thought oh, yeah. sage you have was just sage. sage. You have culinary sage. You have heirloom sage. You have a sage that produces purple flowers. I've got another sage that has never bolted. It's crazy. Well, wasn't Riders on the Purple Sage a band back in the 60s? They were hippies, right? I remember them. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> that's my wheelhouse. But I'm like. So, yeah, I'm that's like, what that meant. I'm, well, I think I'm buying a honeycomb to hang in the tree to encourage the bees. So it's just like a little bee house that they'll come and hang out in. Yep. Um, and a butterfly house, too, because I'm not allowed to have a birdhouse. Well, we'll have I can to have get... a hummingbird feeder, but I'm not allowed to have a birdhouse because my cat kills birds. Yeah, that's why that's why my wife doesn't want us to have chickens, because she gets the feeling that they'll just be cat food. And with Enrique, our... Well, our... you can keep your cat out of a chicken coop. Maybe. He's pretty smart. <laughs> just saying. But, um, yeah, we also have raccoons and possums and stuff, so you really got to be careful with all that. But... Yeah, we'll we'll have to get Anthony back on here to see exactly how you can attract. He he can tell you probably flat out how to uh, to get the the honey bees coming in and and everything. He's he's good with all that stuff. Well, I mean, I get a, I get them. I get the bumblebees. Um, but this is just like a little a little um, it's like a birdhouse for birds. It's not like it's where they're gonna stay, but they can crawl in and out of it and go in there and rest and. There's a little thing for water and all of that kind of stuff. So they just like it. Same with the butterfly house. It's just got these little slots and they can sit out and you put the same like kind of food that you do for a hummingbird feeder. And uh, they come like, I don't know. I just like having all this stuff in my backyard. Plus I have a cat to keep the, the rats and the moles and all that away. So, you know. Yeah. The cats don't do anything for the moles here, but the dog does. She's really good at catching moles. It's really amazing to watch. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of, maybe, maybe I'll dabble in hydroponics once I get this set up too, just to see how, how it goes. Cause I want to do it. I want to do it just so I know that, yeah, a lot of times and, and, and that thread that I tagged you in earlier, um, they were talking earlier uh, about some stuff, and, I'm, and and some of them were like, well, I don't know how to do this. I'm like, you know what? Build yourself a library. Build yourself a library with real hard books that can't be taken away from you digitally. Because even if you don't know how to do this stuff, knowing, having the knowledge base at your fingertips, you'll learn if you need to. But you also may find out that you're interested in some of the stuff they're doing and you start experimenting with it, which is what we're talking about on this show for the most part, learning how to grow things on the fly, learning how to grow things so that if it becomes necessary, and I'm telling you the truth, every single day that I wake up and read the news, I thoroughly convince myself that it's probably going to be more necessary than what we think in the next few years. You'll be able to sustain yourself and not just sustain yourself, but like you and I talk about frequently on this show, uh, being able to barter some of the things you're growing, being able to trade Mm -hmm. and swap. I mean, even if you have to grow some things that may not be considered legal in your state, 
Um, if the law fails, well, you're going to have to survive no matter what, even if you have to kind of ignore the law. So, but here it's well, now, perfectly legal. So now that I'm kind of getting, um, my gardening stuff under control, like I'm planning better. I understand the companion planning better. I think I'm going to maximize my space a lot better this year. Um, I understand what I've got to rotate this year. I mean, it's just, it, it's a, it's, it's different. Like I, rem- I know my mom did this when I was a kid and I don't know what she just knew, but I mean, I actually have to go back and learn some of the science behind it. Um, because I know the basics, but now I've got to get into the details. So now that that's sort of under control, the thing I've got the canning, I've been doing some dehydrating. I'm still trying to figure out if I can convince some people around here to go in on a freeze dryer. I might have my girlfriend who owns a a country store. She might do it. So I don't know. We're trying to figure it out because I would love to have one of those. Every time I ask in a group on Facebook and somebody has one, they're like, oh, my God, I love it. I'm like, yeah, I'm just waiting for it to be reasonably priced. That's Um, the same here. But anyway. Well, they do say it takes a lot of maintenance, too. Like, it's kind of like owning a Harley. (laughs) (laughs) You go out for a drive and you have to fix it? Is that what you're saying? You go out for a drive and you got to fix it? Yeah, kind of like that. So, I don't know. I don't know. But the other thing I want to get into this year is fermenting. And, you know, I'm interested in that, too. Fermenting is I want to make my own vinegar. I want to make my own sauerkraut. Yeah, ferment. Because, I mean, I don't have cold storage down here. So if things really, if the shit really hits hits the fan, I'm going to have to have other ways to preserve stuff. And fermentation works, dehydration works, all of that stuff. So, you know, smoking works. Um, We've got the 55-gallon drum to make charcoal, all that good stuff. So, like, I know what to do. I just – I've never done the fermenting, so I'm going to have to get my arms around that. Same here. Same here. And I do want to get more into – I mean, I've canned. I've been slacking as far as pressure canning, and I want to get into that. And I want to get into it uh, more of a – I guess more of a traditional way. I want to get an old fashioned one that you can actually like probably take outside and put it over a flame and just, you know, on the grill or something and spend the day canning. Um, I want to get more into that as you know, the, the non freezable off grid type food preservation is, I just get the feeling is going to come in very, very handy. If you look at the the big picture of what's going on in this nation right now, we're setting ourselves up to be the UK or Germany, where we are putting all of this money, time, and effort into solar and into wind energy, knowing darn well it can't sustain the amount of electricity this nation needs to exist. And they know it. They know that can't sustain it. That's the whole deal. And if we look at other countries right now, they're already saying, oh, today and tomorrow you can't plug in your electric car because it's taxing the grid. We see it. I don't know how anybody else doesn't see it, but we see it. And this is why we're doing this show. I mean, it really is. It's because it's like a religion for them. They're so invested in it. They're so invested in this Malthusian 
anti-human pro-scarcity kind of thing. Like they think the only way you can fix things is by making things more scarce, whether it's people, whether it's goods, whatever it is. And that's just the absolute opposite of what, what is true. But um, I completely agree. And it's like, I'm trying to stock up on, you know, weck jars with the rubber things and the tattler lids so I can reuse them and like all of this stuff. Because it's just, and that's why I sit in Facebook groups that do nothing but water bath canning or, you know, say, you know, call it Amish canning canning, because the Amish today don't use pressure canners. They use all water bath? They use all water bath. There weren't pressure canners. (laughs) True. And people didn't die all the time. Like, you know, I mean... And, and that's how I grew up. That's really how I grew up is on canned food. I mean, my mom and my grandmother, you know, we, we gardened. we had like an acre and a half garden and we gardened all the time and they spent the fall pressure canning and bath canning and doing whatever, making jollies and jams. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got by. Cause we weren't rich people. We had land. That was our wealth. But financially, you know, my mom couldn't work. She had medical problems. You know, my dad always worked two jobs. And we, our sustenance was canned food, uh, buying food in bulk, buying meat and stuff like that in bulk, and then canning everything that came out of that garden that we could. And that's how we lived through the wintertime. I mean, it really was. So, even if, and here's the, the kicker, even if nothing ever goes wrong, it's a healthier lifestyle. I mean, all of the crap, oh, yeah. all of the crap they put in food these days. I, look at the ingredients. Even just a can of beans you get from the store. It's got all this junk in it to keep it preserved that you don't need. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's where we go with this. I mean, it's just... Well, I mean, I am just in all of these rebel groups that are like, this is, you know, if you come in here, like, I'm in one, nothing but cast iron cooking. Mm. That should be my group. And you know what I found out? Hmm. And then I'm so jealous about, and then I'm like, oh my God, I want one. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Cast iron stove. Oh, like an old-fashioned cast iron stove? They make them. Heck yeah. I would be down with that. I want one. What wood I fed? I want one to go outside. Why not? What wood fed? Wood fed cast iron stove. I could so get on with that. Yeah, and it makes what it makes me want to do is there's a place not far from here that sells these sheds and some of them are almost they're right at the legal limit where you don't have to have a permit to put them on your property, but they're big enough where they could actually be spare houses. And I would absolutely love to get one of those and put one of those stoves right in it, you know, and just fix it up where it's got cement board around it, where it won't catch on fire and just put it out there. And then, 
solar charge it, have all my radio equipment out there and just use it to do things like canning and stuff like that. Have a good vent system on it. Mm -hmm. I would love it. And they got little tiny porches on them, stuff like that. And I think I'm pretty sure my wife is on board with actually getting one of those because she keeps talking about them too. And I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's talk about this. I, I would, uh, and and Jeff in chat's all excited because we're talking about fermenting. But you know what? That falls down the same rabbit hole. Fermenting alcohol. Yeah, we've got the still. We've got the still. Yeah, that's just it. That's I, just I, it. I don't need to learn how to do that. <laughs> all right. Well, we're at the bottom of the hour already. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got so much more to talk about. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. As a Blue Cross Medicare member, managing your medications from home is simple. With our easy-to-use prescription drug plans, you can get the medicine your doctor prescribes from your local pharmacy or even delivered by mail. For the trusted care you need and want, Blue Cross will be here with more convenient ways of getting it. Like we've been for more than 80 years. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Confidence comes with every card. To learn more, visit bcbsm.com slash senior options. Hey, Randy, what you doing? Oh, hey, Dave. I'm just making a list of things that make me feel really, really good. Wearing Bombas socks. Trust me, that's number one on my list. Bombas socks feel so good because we use the smartest design and best materials, making them the most comfortable socks ever. Plus, because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, we donate a pair for every pair purchased, and that feels pretty good, too. To shop Bombas or learn more about how your purchase supports those experiencing homelessness, go to bombas.com comfy and get 20% off your first purchase. If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Today, this breakfast isn't just breakfast. It might be the first McDonald's breakfast you're having at McDonald's again. This lunch might be a weekly tradition you hadn't had in weeks. And this dinner might be the first one you bought for not just you in a while. Whatever this order is for you, McDonald's will be here to take it. Get more of the chicken you love with a delicious McChicken sandwich for $1. And for an extra buck, add a refreshing Dr. Pepper. Dining rooms are starting to reopen in certain communities. At participating McDonald's, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. 
Not to be a backseat driver, but can you say for sure you got the best monthly payment possible on your auto loan? Could it be that you might have gotten a better deal by shopping the loan at a few places and have a lower car payment? Next time, before you go car shopping, visit Communication Federal Credit Union first. Our auto loan experts will find you a perfect loan and get you the lowest monthly payment we can. Communication Federal, your auto loan experts. Restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. I've just never been tested. I'd like to think that if I was, I would pass. Look at the tested and think there before the grace go on. Might be a coward, I'm afraid of what I might find out. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones welcoming us back. Oh, I love that song. I got that on my playlist, even when I'm running, because it's true. And you better knock on wood, because you just don't know where everything's going right now. Stacy just dropped a link to Homewood Stoves. Um, not only would I love one of those stoves, but I could totally live in a house that has a kitchen, like on that homepage there with the with the rough wood, you know, uh, island and the floors and all oh, the barrel in the middle with, oh my gosh, I, I even think my wife would totally get on that as long as I started the fire in order for her to cook. Oh, I mean, they've even got these like ones that, I, I mean, they just, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you can, you can pay, you can pay anywhere from, you know, like $1,200 for something like this up to like 6,000. And, and really, and I know they probably have them in Georgia too, but in, in the upper, we were talking on break on the upper part of Michigan, you know, you get North of Lansing and the farther up you go, and people don't realize how big Michigan is. Michigan's a big state. It goes, I mean, it takes about eight, nine hours to get up to the Upper Peninsula, to Sault Ste. Marie, places like that. And it's very, very remote. And there's cabins dotted all over the place up there. I would totally love one of these, um, either the Heritage or the Companion, in a little bitty cabin up there, just hold out uh, and doing all of my prepping up there and a little bug out house for if things really go south. I could totally get I could just picture myself being oh, in here. <laughs> these ones are even better. I'm like I'm like putting ones in there from Etsy now. Yeah, Ordy's right. Shipping from New Zealand's got to cost a little bit. There's got yeah, but you yeah, know Yeah, no, but like this from Etsy, like literally there's ones in there. There's one in there, a multifunctional wood-burning stove. 
that's normally $4,500 on sale for $2,299. Yeah, 1500 like, bucks in a few places. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, it's just like you've got this other one. It's like got – it's part of wall decor, and it's got a warming drawer underneath it. I mean, you can get almost anything you want. It's it's amazing. Yeah. and And if – things go south like we're thinking maybe possibly more than likely are going to if the administration we have in power right now keeps going the way they're going and if future administrations start going that way too mm, this may be something that keeps you alive <laughs> because not only does it help you cook things but you know it warms up your entire house um I would yep. be totally on board with having one of these. And, and the house I have right now would be perfect for that. It would be so perfect for something like that. Um, mm -hmm. And Rex is actually thinking along the same lines I am. He says, I'd have to build an outbuilding specifically to be a kitchen. If I had one of those, it'd be great for about three weeks a year and three weeks aren't contingent. Yeah, but up here um, I could build. And we were, And that's funny he was talking about that because – during break, we were talking that there's a place not far from here that sells these little sheds. And these sheds are just under the legal limit of being big enough to have to have a, a permit in order to, to put them on your property. And to have a little shed like that with one of these stoves in it and maybe brick line the walls so they're, you know, heat proof where they don't catch on fire. And to have one of these out there. Even if things did go south, you could pretty much live in a place like that, and or you could just use this little room with that wood-burning stove for all of your canning, your storing needs, whatever you had to do. Shoot, you could use it as a smokehouse if you had to. That would be so awesome. Mm -hmm. I would be totally yep. about that. And and for those, and this one, this one's too gorgeous. And, and and I for those that are that are listening in the future, what we're talking about is absolute wood burning stoves, stoves that are wood burning that you can actually use off grid, put into a house, put them on a back patio or something See, but like if that. It, yeah, I'm like I have a back patio against a concrete retaining wall. I could just put it there and build a shelter over the top of it, and it would be fine. Yeah. And you can, and in your area, you could use this all the way around. And this isn't a bad one that you just posted. That's what, just 1400 bucks. Yep. I could get into that. And that's not a bad one either. It, it's got to totally get into that. <laughs> or he's like, I want one. Me too, Ord. <laughs> You're Amish and you don't have one? What yeah, I was going to say, about? He, he's, he's Amish. He should have two of them. He should have one in his kitchen and, I know. and one out in his barn. <laughs> Keeping his horses I know, warm. but like, see, these are all the, th this is like, this is all the things that I'm going to be accumulating that my husband's just going to be looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? Now, see, if my wife started to get into this, I would be on the other end going, you want me to book more shows so we can get the better one? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that way right. we don't have to cut into the uh, the family fortune or anything. We'll just, I'll just do a bunch of shows and we'll pay cash for it. I, I would so be on Yeah, that. no, but I mean, it's just, it's like, okay. Well, it's part of the reason I'm like getting my license back and working two to three shifts a week to yep. pay down some stuff and get some fun stuff. Yep. 
And then that's why I yeah. took, that's why I took the new job I did a couple of months ago because it was quite the raise, and I would like to use some of that to start accumulating things like this and getting it to a point where. And and here's the thing. You look at I mean, this one is just so pretty. It's like all shiny. <laughs> Aren't we looking more? At it's a Merry Christmas sale. Uh, okay. <laughs> huh? Did you just post another one in chat? No. Oh, is no, this the, the one, one we're looking at? You said it's only thirteen. You know, it's only fourteen hundred bucks, and I'm like, yeah, I know. Look at how pretty it is. Put a. You know what I could say? I want putting, it. putting a grill on that thing. And just a griddle and uh, having bacon and French toast and eggs in the morning. Fry. Oh, my gosh. I, I think well, it I just think... tastes better just for the concept. You know what I mean? Well, of course it would. <laughs> of course it would. Yeah, I, I would be so down with this. A wood burning stoves. And this is a direction that, you know, Santa Claus is coming. You just never know. Maybe he'll bring you one of these. I would totally get into one. Oh get... no, I have not even broached. I have not even broached this in my house. <laughs> you haven't. You haven't announced that this is a future goal yet. <laughs> just like, <laughs> why are you aiming back towards the Stone Age, woman? <clears throat> I see. I would be all for it. I, that's just one of these things. If, if, if my wife started going this direction, I would be pushing. I'd be, yes, let's do it. Let's just, let's just go out right now and cut the wires off the house and let's just go total off grid. Let's just do it. It's like, honey, I need a she shed. That's right. That's right. I need a she shed to hide all my she shit. <laughs> well you got to put all this stuff on like, your christmas like, list you know just in case santa's like, real well it's just good we live in the south because nobody can sew my daughter can knit so we're all gonna be naked but damn it we're gonna eat <laughs> <laughs> fat naked and happy that that's that's not a fat, bad way naked to go. and happy thank ra- god it doesn't get too cold down here that's right that's right. And, and I can get away with it because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I can just wear a toga or something. I don't know. Yeah, no. Well, at least part of the year. Strategically located strategically located feathers. So. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm totally into this cast iron, though, now. I, a lady in one of my Facebook groups got one. I'm like, no way. Oh, my God. Little House on the Prairie. This is so awesome. And Mike said he can't. I've I've done enough drooling today, I guess. Well, Mike said he can't have one because his wife has asthma, but put it outside. Make a make an overhang Ah. or or make an outdoor like what we're talking about is is bringing in one of those prefabbed sheds or making a shed and having you know putting the, the the what do they call that cement board. Cement board is not that expensive, and you can, like, put this in a corner of your shed and put cement board all around it. Put the pipe up through, you know, by legal code, put the pipe up through the roof. And you could have, like, oh, my gosh, you could, you could probably make that thing so warm you could probably live in it. I mean, put your little sofa out there in an easy chair and, and, and get you going. Wouldn't cost that much at all. And if everything went south, you could just move into it and live there. Use your house as storage. <clears throat> Why not, right? Yep. <laughs> 
See, we got to win the lottery. That's just it, Stacy. When we when we buy that island in Belize, all of this will come to fruition. That K- yeah, I know, right? The the, K- the KLRN island where we're going to set up a um, pirate radio station. And just all of these shows will be going shortwave and pirate radio, and they can't do nothing about it because we're our own country. <laughs> well, we'll be the most productive country in the world. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. We'll definitely know how to grow and uh, store food so we won't starve. There's that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us can We're fish. We're just going to have to bring all that shit with us by boat. <clears throat> well, yeah, but there's people out there. There's there's people out there with boats that are for hire. They can do it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, no. I know. So They're not going to sell you an island you can't get to. That, well, exactly. they might try. But. Well, yeah, I was going to say there's some, there's some shysters. They'll do it. They'll try. Huh. But yeah, now that now that we've sat here and drooled over wood burning stoves, that is a an entire other avenue that you can look at, especially if you've got a little bit of extra kicking around cash laying around. Man, that, that would not be a bad idea at all just to have one of these <clears throat> have a little shed next to your greenhouse and set it up where if you had to, you can have a little futon or two in there where you can just roll them out and you can sleep in there. If things get really bad, things get really hectic, you lose power, you just go in there and fire up the stove, warm it up to 75 degrees in there, which those wood stoves will warm up a little 1,000-foot, square-foot uh, shed, warm those babies up dramatically. I know that for a fact. I've, I've been in enough mm-hmm. cabins up north where I can tell you that they will warm them up. In fact, to the point where even though the floor will be freezing cold in some of these cabins or some of these deer, you know, deer camp tents and stuff, you've got boots on, you've got real thick boots and real thick socks and you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt, which always looks funny. Oh, wow. What'd you find? You got wood pallets at work? I've got wood pallets out in my uh out in my barn. Where did this thing go? And, and here's something cool. I'm looking I have a book. No, this is like perfect for canned stuff. Where did it go? Oh, somebody posted a picture and then it took me back to this whole site and now I'm trying to find the right picture. Dang it. Yeah, I've got a book. It's an entire book of making furniture out of two by fours. And it's really cool. And I've had this book for years and I've never tried any of it. I think one of the things I'm going to do this summer is try something. Because they have like planner shelves and all kinds of stuff. Just two before type stuff. Plans. How to make it. How to no, make it work. This is amazing. I want one. We'll post it's it. repurposed wood pallets. I'm trying. Who's going to build me one of these guys? Uh-oh. You're all on the hook. <laughs> Who's going to build me one, Ordy? Oh, there you go. Look, it's got wheels on it. Nope. How freaking cool is that? That would not be hard to build, really. I'm telling you right now that I'm looking at it. I could build that. That wouldn't be hard at all. So you're going to build me one, Al? 
I don't know if I want to build you one. If I start building it, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> you, you and my wife might have to have a fight over it. Because Al, is, Al is the best show partner ever. <laughs> I, I would do it, but I think it would be intercepted, and I think it would end up in our kitchen because if my wife sees that, I'll be out in the garage doing woodwork for the rest of the winter. Cause... I need to figure out because I have a I have a spot downstairs where oh see this would be so cool because that would store so much more. That's just a little pantry. That would be easy to just stuff in some corner somewhere. Well, but I I could oh I could put them I have a per- I could put one And the thing is I have a perfect place for that right now. I know right where I could put that. It would be so easy. I don't think I'd use repurposed pallets. I'd probably just go buy wood for it. But yeah, well, oh, and, yeah, and for no. those of, for those who if are, I'm gonna do it though. Uh, oh, do it on the cheap. I know. I, and for those who are I listening just, in the future, it. this I thing is one. a um, this thing is like a a corner storage, like a pantry. And it pulls out. There's three different like cat or little shelf units that pull out. That is a cool idea. And I know right where I could put something. Well, and like the thing that. is, you could make it three, you could make it four, you could make it five. Like you could put as many of those rows in as you wanted. Exactly. And because it's on wheels, it just pulls out easily and God, that would be cool. Yeah. I just, I know if I show that to my wife, she's going to, she's going to put the queenly uh, edict out that I should be making that. I have all the tools. That's the thing. I have woodworking tools. Just, I have this awesome, what is that? uh, Fast times at Ridgemont High? No worries. My dad's a carpenter. He's got awesome tools. I've got all those. Routers and saws and drills, you name it, I got it. I could, so does my husband. I bought half of them. Well, there you I go. Get him busy. I think he has a project. Get him busy. Your mom, you're, you're the yeah. wife. You're the wife. You've got priority over everything else. <laughs> he, need, he needs a hobby, too. I've got too many hobbies. That's my problem. <clears throat> but no, he, he, well, I mean, he rides the motorcycle. I mean, he's got hobbies, but it, he, he needs another one. Yeah, I, I, I think my wife would absolutely love this. I, I think um, this might be something I start working on, and maybe that will be her birthday present this year. Because that is well, here's a whole here's a whole website full of them. Because I could for totally all you, do that. For all you crazy kids. For all you crazy kids out there. For all you crazy kids. And if you're not. There's 55 repurposed wood pallet closet DIY ideas. And I do get pallets. I really do at work. Probably not as much anymore since the department split up and uh, the the heavy equipment and the bus stuff's going to the different side of campus. So we probably won't Mm -hmm. have many pallets at all. But I could still probably roll up there and grab what I need. But I've got some out in the garage that would probably do most of this. Or I can just go buy wood because that's no big deal, too. Like I said, this this does not look like it would be hard to do at all. This is just basically a box with little boxes in it. Everything's a box. This would be easy. 
So. I know, but I just sent you, oh, like they've got a full wardrobe on there. That's wicked cool. Like, and, yeah. And you know, the thing about it is what you, what you posted in there back, back to what we talk about a lot. Everybody talks about food storage. Everybody talks about canning and doing all this stuff. Where do you put it? And what you just posted in there is probably as as important or more important than, you know, canning and stuff. You've got a little corner. It looks like it's what? Taken up what? Four foot by four foot? But it's probably about mm-hmm. six foot tall, seven foot tall. And you can probably put months worth of canned goods in there. Well, even if you just made them a little bit wider or whatever, yeah. I mean, it's just. Wow. Here you go. Here's the source where I think you can actually get the plans to stuff. Don't you love how I do our, our show prep while I'm while I'm on my, on the air? Hey, you know what? <laughs> it, this is live radio. This is what we do. So wood pallet furniture. What is this? Wood pallet furniture or wood pallets furniture dot com. Mm-hmm. Wood pallets furniture dot com. For those that are listening to future episodes, it's called Wood Pallets Furniture, all one word, all small case, dot com. And um, it's got some cool stuff in it. That's some cool. Mm -hmm. There's some cool prep stuff in there. Some cool shelving. Like outdoor furniture? I'm I'm looking at the um, shelving unit on that wall. And I'm looking at Uh where um, my studio is and the little nook that all of my broadcasting stuff is there. That would be cool to put right where I am sitting right now. And they've got, what, raised flower beds made out of pallets, all kinds of stuff. Yep. Planters on the wall. I'm down with that. Like pocket planters. I'm totally down with that. Yep, I'm like looking at this feeling like I need to learn how to make some power tool shit. Hey, you know what? It's it's me, you know measure twice, cut once. That's ninety percent of it. Okay. I, can, I can can I just can no me and power tools. My husband is just like no. I like you having all of your fingers. <laughs> Let's keep your digits. No, you know, Let's and here's keep the your thing. Digits. Here's the thing. I designed and created my own base cabinet when I was on tour. It was a 215 base cabinet, loosely based on Electrovoice design. And you wouldn't believe mm-hmm. some of the professional bass players that were on tour playing for, like, really big names. Coming up to me and going, where did you get that base cabinet? Because I took my time, and that thing looked professional. It had everything it needed. It was big, and it was beefy, and you could put it up on a professional stage and hear it all the way across stage. And I had people just... How do you get these? Where do you get them? And I ended up actually giving the design to a um, to a sound company up by Lansing, and they made like thirty of those cabinets. And the guy to this day, when I see him, he's like, "Yeah, we still use them." So, you know, it's it, it's it's not a hard thing to do. You just have to take your time and not get into a hurry. And there's no reason in the world you can't build what you're t- looking. No, at I here. I just I just want I just want to make like three or four of these planters where I can put my seeds into, um, to bolt. Yep. Over winter. 
And, and, and already says he spent the entire uh, lockdown learning how to do all this stuff. He's got a bunch of channels on hold. So yeah, you, there you go. We're, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have to get into the storage side of the uh, prep food storage stuff. Well, I mean, I just, I'm looking at these planters that are on that wood pellets furniture. Yep. They're just a box with legs that would stand up that I'd be able, I, I mean, I just need to plant like two carrots, a couple of lettuces, some, you know, a thing of broccoli, just one that's going to grow every other year so that it goes to seeds. So I have seeds for two years. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And then they got these, uh, I'm looking at the, uh, the onion and potato storage. How many, you know, I've been in houses that actually have a potato storage drawer. Have you? Mm-hmm. Old farmhouses that, that have built-in potato, yeah. potato drawers. You don't see those in new houses. No, I don't have one of those. I could build one. I've got a big, I've got a really nice, big um, back laundry room type entryway. I could probably put a potato storage there. I could probably put some of this stuff there. That would be all right. Well, we have actually reached the top of the hour. Can you believe that? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it just flies by. What are you doing for Christmas? I'm going to go spend it with the entire family. How, how entire? Um, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, and all of their kids, and all of my kids, and my husband. Like, oh. the whole family. Oh, yeah. That, that'll that be fun for the first few hours. <laughs> well, like, we're, like, only some of us are going to be there the whole time, and then other people are coming and going, so it's, like... Oh, that's not bad, It's then. not... And we're not all staying in the house. Like my sister lives up there. She's staying in her own house. My husband and I are in a hotel. My brother and his family will stay with my parents. So we're not like all on top of each other. That's, that's and good. And we're bringing the dog. So we're going to go take the dog for a walk every day and all of that kind of stuff. So it's not like, you know, it's not like we're on top of each other and locked in the same house for well, hours at a time. I'm, I'm going to need you and everybody in the chat room to say a little prayer for me because I don't want to get across state and get snowed in at the in-laws house. That would be bad and good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's looking like uh, it might happen. <laughs> I just need to know where I can go and get some like old pallets now. Um, honestly, find a factory. Find a factory, find a big store. A lot of times they're, they've, they just sit and accumulate and they have to call people to come get them. It's not a hard thing to do, especially if there is a light manufacturing facility around you somewhere. You can find some pretty sturdy uh, pallets and stuff. Um, part stores. Part stores a lot of times have pallets. And yeah. Yeah, because I want to make some of these boxes. Do it. Do it. Planter boxes. All right. Well, where can they all find you, Stacy? Well, you can find me on Twitter.com at Scott's Fire, where you can no longer find Taylor Lorenz. And <laughs> we um, never did get to that, did we? <laughs> and I write at PJ Media, though I've been very lazy this weekend and have not put anything out, but I will try to do better tomorrow. Well, you know, you, you got to take a day off once in a while. And, and, and yes, poor Taylor. 
I mean, our hearts go out to her. Um, wait a minute. No, let, not mine. Mine let, doesn't. Let's, let's see if I can do this. Oh, I, uh, I've got thrown off of TikTok and, and, and uh, I, I, I got thrown off of Twitter. And I think Elon Musk is, um, is a really bad person. And uh, is TikTok in this chat? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, it, like, she's got to be in her mid 40s and she's LARPing a 29 year old. And it's just, it's disgusting. It really is. It really, she, she's mentally stunted and it shows. <laughs> I think, I think we've moved into the uh, after show now. Let's talk about Taylor Lorenz for a minute. That is, number one, it was funny. And I know it's not a permanent ban. She's acting like it's a permanent ban. She's freaking out like it's a permanent ban. But it's just a, hey, you're on a timeout for seven days. And these people are losing their crap because they're getting put on timeouts like the rest of us normies would if we did the same thing. So, but anyways... Yeah. I am well, Alan Ray. You can find me on the Twits at TwoCynicAl65. I'm not really on a whole lot. I guess I'm still on, uh, what is it, Mines? I'm still on that. Um, I don't even know what my handle is, but every once in a while I pop in there and I throw something out. But I don't think anybody follows me, so I never get any feedback on it. But you, mostly you can find me on Twitter. And you can find me here. Um, not next weekend. I'll probably be fighting my way back across state, hopefully. Um, I will see you. Oh, and in two weeks on New Year's night, if everything goes right, we are actually going to have a special edition Sunday night with Alan Ray, where we're going to talk about transhumanism and posthumanism, and we're going to have a round table. So join us. It's going to be kind of interesting because really, honestly, there's some good and a lot of dark things going on with that whole movement. Until then, everybody have a great Christmas. And I'm saying, yes, a Merry Christmas, because I really don't care if you don't like Christmas at all. It's our holiday. God bless you, and have a great night. The getting cold.